Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Real-time crime. Hello, social sleuths, internet detectives, crime heads. I don't know. I'm just trying things out. How do we feel about it? (laughs) Welcome back to Real Time Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Leah Lamar, and today I have with me my amazing co-host, Patty Mellencamp. I love how like the way you say it with the real time voice, like your crime voice, then I have to come in and be like, Teddy Mellencamp. And then I'm all of a sudden like, a- uh, we love to see it. And also we've got with us one of our producers on the show, Dimitri, but he's not allowed to speak yet. Hi, so Dimitri. Close. So close. <laughs> I almost said something. Oh, that's but you nice are story. saying something, I Dimitri. I am. Okay. Now Nothing we're going to put baby. Though. Yeah, now we're going to put baby back in the corner. Today, we're going to be discussing some real-life Halloween horrors that occurred this weekend, a real crime that happened in Teddy's world regarding the young rapper Pop Smoke, and some current cases that will shake you to your core. But first, let's discuss a real-time crime, a.k.a. Teddy changing her hair color. Teddy, how could you do this to us? I, I, I know. I didn't even think about it until we just got on our podcast together, and I was like, oh, now we, we're not opposites. So you're forcing me to well, go Well, we blonde. still are. Right. We're, so pretty much, Leah, it means by next week, I want you to be a golden blonde because we have to, we have to be polar opposites. I, I can't believe you would do this to us. And the sad thing is you said you didn't even think about it. Like you didn't even think about me and what I, I fine. I just I feel like I should, you know, be conferenced in anytime you're going to make a major hair decision. I know. I just was a little bit selfish. I mean, you are not the only one upset. My son is very worked up. He thinks it's the biggest crime of the century. Like I went to pick him up. Two of us. Yeah. I walked in to pick him up from school yesterday because now you're just allowed to like be actually parents can actually get out of the cars now to get their kids from school. Mm. And he goes, I walk up and he looked, give me this like dirty look, like who's this random mom coming up to me? And I go, buddy. And he goes, no, (laughs) no. You didn't even give him a heads up? No, I'm very You didn't even give him a hair up? No, I am very (laughs) impulsive (laughs) when it comes to my hair color. This just always happens. It's like a hormonal thing. But he's never once, I had it pink once. He was upset about that too. But I was like, buddy, he goes, please tell me this is just a late Halloween thing. I'm like, no, (gasps) it's not. Wow, he really laid it on thick. Yeah, but he's going to have to get over it. And I'm on team buddy. (laughs) pretty upset for those of you who can't see us we are staring at teddy who is now a stunning brunette now it makes 
It's three brunettes now on this podcast, it's except th- for Dimitri's brunette is on his face. Yeah, yeah, you this- just can't see it. <laughs> I would say he's more of um, a salt and pepper. Two brunettes and a bald? <laughs> okay, well, this, uh, this is about Teddy. It's not about my head. But we were we had a nice Three's Company vibe going. And I'm not saying it doesn't look good, but now... We're going to have we're to not, We're not well, happy with what you've done. But know what I did do? I'm not in athletic wear today. I'm actually in a blouse. Guys. Oh, how nice for us. Thank you so much for everyone who can only listen but not see. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to talk a little. Speaking of Halloween, I love that we were just discussing how it's an old wives' tale and no kids ever need to be checking their Halloween. I think we manifested this, to be honest. And then the reports in Ohio of the Kit Kats <laughs> with the needles. Yeah, and also there um, was another candy that had Sour Patch Kids Sour Sour Patch Patch had a kid. needle in it. And they're doing an investigation now to figure out which house or houses it came from. And no one was hurt. But that is very creepy. That's really creepy and so disgusting. Cre- so creepy. They can't even decide yet if it was like the same neighborhood exactly or if it was two different. How- like if those kids ever crossed paths. But I just... Anybody that would go out of their way to try to injure somebody that they've invited almost to their house is just sick. It's sick. And especially because, you know, kids are eating it. So I think that you have to be especially twisted to harm innocent children who you don't even know who have never done anything to you. I think that's a special kind of insanity. Don't love it. Going to be honest. Don't love it. And this is why I'm not moving to Ohio. But this isn't quite as bad as the woman who pulled out her gun at a seven-year-old trick-or-treater. Well, she was in Texas. (laughs) I'm just going to say, like, you know, they've got the right to bear arms. Like, what was the trick-or-treater doing? They have the right, but apparently they have the need as well. It was a (laughs) seven-year-old. Like, turn off your light, put a bowl of candy at the end of the driveway. Whatever it is you need to do, if you're that unstable then don't don't answer the door. Honestly, it sounds like she is waiting for something bad to happen and is just like pulling a gun at, at anyone who approaches her door. I disagree. I think she was just in a bad mood, Uh-oh, wanted bad to mood take mom. it out on the kids, was obviously having some issues. But I, I don't understand of all the times to pull a gun out on a child is during the times when you know they're going to come up to your house unless you put something out to say, or, you know, we know when we go buy houses, if it's dark, if they have the little thing up, like no trick or treating this year, or even just put that, like you said, like the bowl of candy, it's absolutely obscene to then come out guns blazing. Like, you know what day of the year it is. There I mean, should, there should never be guns when there are children. When you think about it, no, you're right. But when you think about it, like I was out with my kids and I said, oh, the porch light's not on. Just, you know, don't, don't bother them. Don't bother them. But never did it cross my mind. Don't, don't go up there. The porch light's not on. They could pull a gun and put it in your face. That's crazy. It's, I mean, cause sometimes Mike, even when the lights are off, the kids are like, we should still just, cause it's, if it's at the beginning of the part, they're like, maybe we should just try. Maybe they're just not fully set up yet. What if they're the ones with the, you know. I was about to say Babe Ruth's, but then I feel like you guys will get mad at me. For Babe saying- Ruth's? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Like, yeah, let's make a rule. The ones with the lights out are usually the one putting the needles in candy and have the guns. Ugh, but I you know, just. Their I, light isn't on. They're saying no. They're saying no children here. But just do that. Don't put the needles in. Don't pull the gun. Just turn just, off. Your, it's so much easier to turn just, off your light. How hard is it to write a note? No Can trick you- or treating. For everyone listening, can you tell which two out of three people on this podcast have children and which one doesn't? (laughs) I know. You're like, you know what? They Come on. Honestly, they had it coming. (laughs) Also, Kit Kats are my favorite candy. But Leah's probably like, you know what? If there were a bunch of single guys coming up to my door, I might have pulled a gun. I also have to be honest. No, sour well, Patch gun, kids? She would have welcomed them in. She would have been that kind of Halloween person. It's like, no. come in. Let's have it. I would look through the peephole and just be like, are you six feet or taller? You may enter. Also, <laughs> I think it's ironic that they put a needle in Sour Patch Kids. How? Do they put like little bait? No, also- I just, the fact that it literally has the word kids in the title. It's like, there's just something sick about this person. They're putting a it- needle 
But it's also, ugh. are they sticking a little needle through the like a plastic? voodoo doll candy? I don't know. Because the way that it, I don't know if you guys can see this, but the way that the needle is shown here on this Kit Kat, like this took some real strategy. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't just like a rush job. This was like, I'm going for it. I'm just really glad that no one was hurt. And and that lets us know that children aren't just completely insane by ripping packages open and immediately putting food in their mouth without looking at it. I do that. And I already said Kit Kats are my favorite. So <laughs> this really hit home. Dimitri's the first goner. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was when I saw this, I was really hoping that it was just one of because we said, is this just an old live sale that I was really hoping someone just did this for attention. I was like, look what we found and that it wasn't real. Mm, you know, know how people put it in their own candy and say, whoa. Mm. Like the, the last case we had found was from like over 20 years ago. And then here it happened. So I really do think we manifested this. So I'd also just like to put it out there that I would like to win the lottery, the big one. And also looking for a husband, please. The most important things are that you are kind to strangers. You tip servers well, and that you are six feet tall. And maybe you should quit saying that the kids had it coming. If you're going <laughs> to want your future husband to procreate with you. I, I think I'll find a guy who's of the same mindset, you know, like, yeah, I think they did have it coming. And this how is sad, why I'll probably marry a comedian. How um, sad would it be if we manifested the needles in the candy, but we can't manifest the boyfriend? Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, you guys, no. we have to take a little break. But when oh. we come back, we're going to bring on my husband. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in one of our homes that was a rental home. Um, in regards to pop smoke. So let's take a little break and then we'll bring them on. Are we going to break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? Bye. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, guys. Well, so we're back. Real-time crime. And we're bringing on my husband, Edwin Ariave. Leah, this is the first time you guys formally meet. Oh, my God. Hi, Edwin. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Leah? I'm good. I have to ask you a very important question. Ask, please. How do you feel about Teddy's new hair color? Well, I finally noticed it this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I came home late last night, and I guess I didn't notice it. But I had noticed it this morning, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty sexy. Okay. So there we go. I I can deal with brunette for a while. Deal. I can handle. He said for a while. I don't know. Deal. That is not, that's not ideal phrasing. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Dimitri. When we first dated, she used to put on a brunette. um, No, I didn't. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Not like to go out. That's even worse. Yeah. I'm like, so. okay, we guys, we have to move on, but he, or before I have to like <laughs> muzzle him. <laughs> well, Leah, I want you to know this is not an ambush. My wife is not coming on here. So you're sitting there by yourself. Oh, I just want you to know so this much. is for a specific reason. I just felt this like is- everyone was really rubbing this in. <laughs> wow, that's what we do here. So <laughs> essentially what ended up happening was there was a day, what year was it, honey? I was pregnant with Dove. Uh, that would have been 2020. It was right before COVID. Yeah. So in 2020, right before I had Dove, uh, we lived in a house in the Hollywood Hills. However, the house we had lived at prior, we had put on the market as a rental home. And we had an agency that rented it out to different people. And we never knew who was renting it out because we never handled the the rental agreements, anything like that. There was one, you know, so it was one of those things. It was like, I just knew it was happening, but that was it. I get a phone call one morning at 5 a.m. from somebody who works for me and she's like crying. And I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, it's all over the news that someone's been shot at your house. And I'm like, what? And I'm thinking of like the house I'm living in. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I look over at Edwin. I'm like, what is happening? And he's like, I don't know what I'm like, well, no one's been here. It's just us and the kids. Like we're trying to figure it out. And then Edwin picks up his phone and he's got a lot of messages. And that's where we start to unravel the pieces that the person that was staying in our home was pop smoke. However, we wouldn't have known that because the person that rented the house for him did it under a different name. So even if we were keeping track of who was renting the house in real time, we didn't actually know it was pop smoke until after it happened. And he ended up being shot in the house. He did not die in the home, but he was shot. And they were unable to declare if the reason was for a robbery, a home invasion, what it was. But the the hard part was is leading up to the shooting they had been very vocal on their social media about where they were. There had been a stagnant Instagram post where they put a portion of the address. They had done um, stories, like Insta stories, like they had been gifted. I'm saying they, because it was him and his best friend um, were posting stories of like things that they were being sent because they were in town recording an album and put like our full, the full address to the house there. So if they were being tracked, we don't know. And then, you know, essentially it, it was heartbreaking that this happened. And afterwards, people were like, well, why wasn't there an alarm system or why wasn't there, you know, a way to track exactly what happened inside the house? And that's why I wanted to bring Edwin on, because I think it's important for us to talk about. Yes, of course, you want to have an alarm system. However, if it is not armed, it's not alerting anyone. So do you want to kind of bring it back to what? Yeah, no. Um, well, first of all, that that whole thing happened three days before Dub was born. Like yeah, you were full, wow. you were full pregnancy mode. Yeah, it was and, heartbreaking. Um, yeah, I just remember coming out of our house and just seeing nothing but media, you know, trucks outside of our house. Because our ho- houses were close to one. Yeah, another. our house was literally five so it comes around and our house was probably five houses, six houses away. So they both looked at the view of the city and where Pop Smoke's house was. 
it's a house in front of that. And then we lived in the house in front of that that's on the edge of the hill. So that's where everyone was parked. So I was about to come out and I immediately closed the doors because I didn't want anybody to know that we lived there. Yeah, right? we, we had to protect where we at like now there was so much media out in front of the rental house, but we were there's parking spot to where the media was. Yeah. But yeah, no, in regards to the security system, you, you have to turn those things on because if you don't turn them on, uh, they're not going to work. And you do have a lot of people that don't turn them on when they're inside the house. They like to turn them on when they're outside of the house or when no one's in the house. But uh, definitely at night, you want to arm those things so that they can work. Um, we luckily had cameras and I had installed cameras in like five of our neighbor's houses. Mm -hmm. So every house there had our camera systems. And luckily that's how we were able to catch the, um, the burglars and, and the guys that shot them. Because Just for everyone know. listening, you did that with, they knew that you did that. That's what you do. Because all you said was, I installed cameras in our neighbor's houses. Oh, so yeah. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> no, yeah. He, Edwin owns yeah. a home automation <laughs> and security company. So we had done all of the cameras and the alarm systems in the nearby houses, which is how we were in, able to track the guys that actually did it. And just to also give you guys a little, you know, little backstory is the people that came in had been casing the house prior and we were able to find that footage. We also saw as they were entering the home and um, but it is illegal to have cameras inside of a home that somebody's renting. That's why there's no cameras of that happening, because obviously nobody's you can't be recording somebody inside of a house. Right. Yeah, that would be like the, there being a camera inside of a hotel room. It's like you can't you, right. you can't do that. But we had the, the outside cameras and apparently the intruders were the cameras caught them coming at 2 a.m to kind of scout the area. And then those same people that were driving in infinity came back around 4.30 ish um, to, to now rob the place. They came into, yeah, essentially two hours later. And so the, the part that's so heartbreaking about all of this is that, you know, part of it could have been not traceable had you not put stuff on social media. So for those of you guys listening, it's a reminder to me as well. Like we're all very active on social media, but you don't want to be putting your address. You don't want to be showing enough of the front of a, a location, especially one that's not gated. But even when they are gated, people can just hop the gate. But I mean, to give you guys the additional information, he passed away in the, um, in the. Cedars hospital. Yeah, but wasn't it en route? That I don't know. Yeah, but but they were able to find the guys who did it. So on July 9th, the Los Angeles Police Department announced that it had, he, they had arrested five people in relation to Pop Smoke's murder. Four days later, prosecutors um, announced that four of them were charged in Pop Smoke's slaying. Corey Walker, Keandra Rogers, and two minor teens who haven't been, their names haven't been released because of their age. Um, the fifth the fifth suspect who had been arrested ultimately wasn't charged in his death. So it's just a horrific tragedy. It's, you know, thankfully they found the person, but I think that the cameras caught the license plate Mm -hmm. and then they got to see who the owner was. And then they were able to get into his email and they then saw him emailing people, uh, those kids in regards to what was about to happen Wow! so that that and then they got the cell phone so from there they traced the guy's cell phone and then through cell phone towers now they can they know where you're at so they saw those 15 year olds in i I think it's south la at a certain time and then around 2 a.m they traced that back to hollywood hills and for and then that's how they traced and put that whole thing together Also, just also just for clarity, this happened in February of 2020, right? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. right before the shutdown, right before COVID, yeah, right before the shutdown, and and then I think that you know what ended up happening, you know, because we couldn't really speak on it before they found who did it, and then what ends up happening in the world of social media is if you don't speak on it, then all of a sudden people start saying 
that maybe you had something to do with it. Is this your fault? You know, and the way that the press had announced it was that it was like in our home as if like we were having a party and this was, so, you know, like nobody knew all the information. And I think it's like been weighing really heavy on, I mean, it's been weighing really heavy on my heart. And I know it's like he, it's his, you know, it, it, Skyline Security is his baby and like something that he really believes in and protecting people is his life's passion. And I think that just us being able to come forward and say, this is, this is what happened. And this is why you know, you have to protect yourselves. And then whenever you're staying anywhere, put in your alarm, like put it in your alarm. And maybe I misread this and, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know either, but was it true that one of the criminals or robbers, um, basically admitted to the murder in jail? Yeah. 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 And so that's how they two of put them it all did, together. So. Yeah, so they they caught the 15 year old and he started bragging in jail. Oh, God. And then they they also arrested the Walker guy. And then they had a guy that was an undercover cop that just befriended Walker. And, and, and the Walker guy gave the same story that the 15 year old kid gave as well. Oh, because he said he was in a gang, right? Yeah. Oh. So they were both the 15 year old literally the told the same story. And then when they arrested the other guy and they put that undercover guy in the jail cell with the Walker guy, the Walker guy just spilled the same story. And that's when they pretty much had the case. I mean, Oof. and it went with everything that the, with everything that law enforcement had already sort of put together. So that whole story and with law enforcement had already verified with the cell towers and all that all just lined up perfectly. What I find is fascinating is you said how they ended up catching them. They got into their email. They traced this. And I always think I'm always fascinated when the police or the FBI can do that. But what I forget, and Teddy, to your point about putting stuff on social media, is a lot of people can do that. They don't have to be police or FBI to figure out things, to hack into your stuff, to figure out where you are, what your schedule is, and this and that. And that's, that's the terrifying point, because we all think like, oh, well, I didn't really do this. I didn't really do that. But there's people that can figure out so many things just by something that you wouldn't even see. Maybe you posted something or like part of your house and it's crazy. You know, I used to be very uptight when people were filming near my house or taking photos where I was like, I don't even want them to see the color of the door because the color of our door was very prominent. So it's like if you knew what neighborhood it was and you knew the color of my door and what it, the exterior of my house looked like, even if you took the number out, you could still try to find it if you wanted to. Yeah. And I think it's so important that people are very careful on social media to post where they are. I know a lot of girls who will take videos and photos on their Instagram and only post them after they've left the location and tagged the location. And I think that's really smart. And but the hard thing is sometimes with that, if you do that, people then think you're not there and then they come in trying to rob you because they think you're not there and then you're there and then they have to act and do something that could be aggressive towards you versus just rob your home. So there is no good solution. The, the good solution is <laughs> yeah. set your alarm systems, whether you're there or not. So that the second somebody breaks that window, the second that somebody, you know, like at, at our rental house, they had come through the back door, right? The back door was unlocked. Mm. Oh, I was talking about if you're going out at night or you're going to a restaurant or you're going to a club, you know, it's like, I, I think it's safer for women to tag where they've been after they've been there versus tagging in real time that they're there. Oh, right. Because then people will just show up to where you yes. are also. Yes. Yes. And where you parked. And I mean, I just think my, you know, yeah. I, my heart goes out to pop smokes, entire family and oh. also him because he was somebody clearly gone too soon. He was out there recording the album that became a huge success. That's what he was doing when he, you know, right down the street. So I did just want to, you know, we just wanted to come on and kind of talk about it a little bit because I just felt like not saying anything. I think just because of so much of what we talk about on this podcast, not saying anything that people make their own assumptions. And I just wanted everybody to kind of know. Is there I mean, anything He was else? so talented. So talented. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a real travesty. Yeah. Is there any other info you want to share, honey? 
No, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I think, you know, in regards to burglaries, we always think it's not going to happen to us, but, Mm. you know, there's 3.7 million burglaries that happen every year. That's an average of about 10,000 a month. So it's just one of those things that, you know, is it going to protect you 100%? But no, but it it does. You have a better chance. You have a 300% better chance of not getting broken into by just having a burglar system. And obviously there's different types of burglar systems that are, are better than others in regards to just more expensive, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, it just gives you a better shot. You know, you have a 300% more chance of not getting broken into when you have one. So it's like wearing a seatbelt, right? Is it going to protect you hundred percent? No, but it's going to prevent a lot of, uh, it's going to, it's going to be very preventive. Uh, preventative. Preventative. Nope. <laughs> Is that is that a word? No, oh. we try, but sometimes hey, we use a lot of things that aren't words. Spanish here. Is yeah. Yeah. English, yeah, English as a second language. Yeah, I just make noises all the time. Oh, that kiss just gave me hope. Is that weird? <laughs> well, Edwin, thank you so yeah. much for coming on and yeah, being thanks so for having me on, guys, and sharing. We really appreciate it, and I'm yeah. so sorry that happened. And I can't even believe what you must have been going through, especially three days away from giving birth, Teddy. I mean, and this is such an obvious, horrible tragedy. So thank you for sharing about um, your, this devastating moment. In I your mean, lives. I think, th- I think yeah. the biggest thing also is just, yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously like the devastating moment and his family's lives, but I think the part that felt so terrible is not being able to talk about it. And when people yeah. are saying mm-hmm. you guys could have had a part in this and, you know, I think that regardless, you know, it just kind of came to the forefront when everything happened with Dorit last week. And the first thing people said to us, well, did you guys do the alarm system? Because it happened with pop smoke. Well, first off, we didn't, you know, so it's like all of those things that kind of brings those feelings to the forefront of like, let's get our facts straight. Let's know what's going on. There's when, when tragedy happens, we don't always need to poke blame. We need to actually figure out. Yeah. What, what happened? Yeah, another thing that kind of stands out to me, obviously heartbreaking that that happened to him, especially right before his prime, or you can say really in his prime, because and, and now that I, I, I didn't listen to his music before, but when that happened, I started listening to music and I was like, wow, this guy is like beyond talented. He's just got one of those voices that, that just don't come around very often, right? And um, so that was sad. But then also after that happened, I had to go view the house. And, and you know, this is uh, the, the house uh, where our kids were born. You know, this was oh our first God. house. We we bought this house in late 2011. So Teddy and I got married uh, July of 2011. We bought that house December of 2011. And that's where Slate was born. That's where Cruz, Cruz was born. And we've had s- such great memories. And then just to, to know that that happened there was was also heartbreaking uh for us as well but i'm so sorry yeah but thanks for sharing honey all right guys well oh. i'll let you guys go i'll see you guys soon so i guess Hi, thank you <laughs> so nice to meet you i know nice on a sad you. note let's take a little break and we yeah. come back we'll uh chat some some other topics wait have you guys ever decided that you might go by tedwin well you know his instagram is tedwinator oh see, not by choice <laughs> i want to have my name well, they but, don't assign it. But Teddy does. I, I won't let him have his own Instagram. I'll buy a shirt that says Tedwin on it. Ted, it's actually Tedwinator because Ted, Tedwin was taken. Tedwin was taken. <laughs> so it had to be Tedwinator because we everybody's the Naders at the end. Like <laughs> so, hey, for well, you, every, every year I ask, hey, Teddy, you think I could put my name finally on this thing? And, and I say, nope, it's got to remain Tedwinator. So remember who gave you that blue check mark? Why is what a dream. What a dream. <laughs> you're going to stay as Tedwinator as long as you're going to have an Instagram, which is a topic that I think you guys should write in on. Do you think grown men should have their own unmonitored Instagram accounts? All right, let's take a little break. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. 
Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. <laughs> Well, now that we're back and we got to talk about this Instagram thing, because during the break, they are not, they're letting me have it saying I'm, I've totally lost it, that I have access to Edwin's Instagram. It's not necessarily because of Edwin. It's because of all the other people out there. Like when I first booked the show, the (laughs) women that would send these messages on the Instagram, I was like, he just doesn't ever even need to see those like block. It's also clear that you two are very much in love. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's- there shouldn't be any privacy. I <laughs> I would hand over my phone and he could see anything. So, you know what? My ex-boyfriend never, if I even saw his phone screen, he would freak out. And yeah, of course he was cheating on me with many different women in different countries, but that obviously was obvious to everyone, yeah, but me. Which, <laughs> so that's the thing. So yes, I, I mean, People give me a hard time because I kind of schedule sex. I monitor the Instagram, but like, you know what? He has access to my phone as well. I don't have a problem with you monitoring or whatever, but you said, should a grown man be allowed to have his own Instagram? That sounds a little controlling. Fine. I am controlling. Have you ever thought that I didn't seem controlling? Would you consider yourself the one who wears the pants in the relationship? Depends on what it is. Like if it's family related or like our schedules, that type of thing, I wear the pants. If it's like his business, he'll come to me and like ask me advice. Like we're, you know, he likes to see my thoughts because oftentimes he will bring me to interviews with him before he hires somebody because he's always like, Teddy, you're a good judge of character. (gasps) So like he respects my opinion, but I don't try to lead where he leads. What's it like to have a man respect you? I wouldn't know. (laughs) except you want to know the one thing that you and um you and edwin have in common being late like last week (laughs) oh my god i literally i came in at noon f you guys okay also i just want to say speaking of instagram no one has commented on how great my costume was for halloween and i know that we talked about the fact that i was going to be cruella deville and also that your family did the costume that i wanted to do but better 
Um, but I did walk into a friend's elevator in my Corella DeVille costume and a stranger had his two dogs. And I go, this is awkward. And he was like, huh? And I was like, you know, I'm Corella DeVille. You got two dogs. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, can Anyways. I make a video with them? <laughs> wow. <laughs> sure. And then I made a video with them and I reported him to the SPCA immediately. But other than that, other I had a great that- Halloween. But while we're talking about dogs, I love that you, mm-hmm. you cued me right up. Was that I on did. purpose? Mm-hmm. There is a mystery <laughs> LA mom vanishes during son's football game and dog is found on the 28th floor of a random apartment building. Dog named seven. Oh, I, I feel like I misread that, but. Oh, no, name you didn't misread it. Just uh, the dog's name is seven. That's all. I got excited. I, I so Heidi, I might, Heidi Plank, is it Plank or Plonk? I want you to. Um, you know what? We can take a vote. Um, okay. So Heidi, <laughs> so Heidi was at her son's football hey. game with mm-hmm. the dog seeming, according to her ex-husband seemed not like herself, seemed kind of worked up and then just left without saying anything. Anxiety and riddled, right? Anxiety riddled. And the thing that I noticed is it seems like she and her ex had a pretty good relationship because he was very complimentary about her and also said that her current boyfriend and Heidi had gotten into a fight the week prior. And that's why the ex-husband is the one that ended up reporting her missing because the ex, the current boyfriend was fighting with her and thought he was being ghosted. Yeah. That's a lot to take in. And he lives in San Francisco, so he's not even in town. That's what the fight was about, was she wanted him to come visit, and he said he couldn't because of work. Right. But the part that has really drawn me in, which I don't know about you guys, is the fact that her employers, Plonk's employers, according to the LinkedIn page, she works for a controller of Camden Capital, which is under a federal securities investigation for possible fraud charges. So I know that one person had already been arrested under that fraud charge, served his time. And now another person at that company is currently under investigation and he's somehow tied to the Dodgers. So I think another thing that's interesting is she leaves the game abruptly. Her son's football game. She leaves the game abruptly. She has not been seen in two weeks. Okay. That was on October 17th. And it's her young son. He's 10 years old. So imagine what you, what text message or call you must have received in order to just abandon your child at a game. Um, I'm wondering if she thought she was going to return in time. I'm wondering, you know, there are a lot of details in there that are, well, we're curious about. But, but wait, then it, the, the dog, son could have been with the ex-husband. It could have I been on her. his. Because it says she wasn't reported missing until the 20th. So three days later when she didn't pick him up from school. So yeah. I think probably the ex-husband had him for those days and that was her first time to be back and she never showed up. Yeah, so right. the first day okay. that he, she actually was supposed to be the one to pick him, up, pick him up, she never did. Right, okay. And then we find that the dog, Seven, is on a 28th floor of an apartment building in downtown LA that's 12 miles from her house. So that's already strange. And the thing that's even more annoying uh, by the way, she does have a silver Range Rover that she drove with her purse, her phone and her personal computer, all things that they have not been able to locate yet. So the thing that's strange is that the building management will not cooperate with police and will not let them search the parking garage or release security tapes without a warrant. And I think everyone is thinking the same thing, that she's somewhere in that building. Something must have happened near the building for her dog to get there. If but what you could went, she possibly be doing at this building? I mean, I don't who's know. Who's to say? Who's to, I, honestly, if, if I were, I hate to say this, if this is playing out the way it seems, like maybe she knew about some embezzling or something like that, and now she's missing, I, I tend to think she may not be alive. But if you own a building and someone says, we found a dog there, this woman is missing, she's a mother, and you're like, no, nah, we're not, you can't have access to the building unless we have a warrant. That's crazy. Like, I'd be the first one to be like, come on in, see what yeah, you can th- find, unless you've this done is, something. Yeah, this is like Cecil Hotel Part Two. But also, she had said to her ex that she was upset that her names had been her name had been added to so many of the business 
type transactions. Mm. So it could be, I mean, I'm just speculating. This could be a fear thing. Maybe she's next person to start being investigated because her name had been added to all of these things. I mean, we don't know. Is it possible she's hiding out? That's what I'm asking. I don't know if it's possible, but I can't imagine hiding out when you have a a 10 year old child, not knowing where you are. Letting him think that you might be dead. Like that's, that takes some serious balls. And then also your your dog just randomly roaming the hallways. It's very odd. Of the 28th floor. It's not even like it was snooping around the building. But if she was in the house, I mean, if she was in the apartment building on the 28th floor with the dog, the person who ever did this, why wouldn't they just let the dog out in the street or like get it out of the property if she was there? Why would they? Well, there's just so many. I'm speculating a lot here, but there are a million different reasons why the dog could have been in the hallway. But... Even if, right, if what Dimitri is saying, if she's not alive and whatever happened and her dog got free, don't you think the people who either kidnapped her or killed her or whatever would want to make sure that they did something with the, that the dog would be safe or the dog would be in a place where the accident, where the murder occurred? They wouldn't want to have the dog there. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, I, I think that if somebody's willing to kill a human, they're probably willing to not care about a dog's whereabouts. However, if the dog whereabouts will trace them to where the killer could potentially be, you would think they would get rid of the dog or just drop it off somewhere. Also interesting, who reported the dog? Because how are we allowed to know what's happening inside the building if they won't give us any more information about the building? Also, are they getting a warrant? How could they not? It's the only possible link to where she could have been or where someone who knew about her whereabouts could be because they obviously had an interaction with her dog. The only other weird option was that she called a friend and said, hey, I got to drop my dog off to you because I got to go do something. And then they just let the dog loose. But wouldn't the friend say something? We've seen her. We've talked to her. Like, who's going to let? I mean, and they they did get a warrant to her actual where she lives. And she had left with lots of files and documents. Right. So that also takes us back to this is wherever she thought she was going. I don't think it was like that. I mean, maybe she got that called and immediately had to handle whatever it was. But I don't know. The whole thing is just extremely frightening. And it's thinking about your child having to, I mean, I know when I was younger and I would like play, be in sports, I would like constantly keep my eye to like, see if my parents had gotten there yet or see if they were watching or see if they saw me spike the ball or whatever it is. So like kids are very aware of what their parents are seeing. Mm. Oh God, this makes my stomach turn. It's I wonder, this is going to sound crazy, but I wonder if there's any people listening right now that are like numerologists because she was 12 miles from home, 28th floor. The dog was named seven. If you're into that shit, let us know. See if you come up with something. Whoa, Dimitri. I, I, that is, oh, I didn't even go there. And I wouldn't have gone there as a blonde either. This is, a, <laughs> is this the new version of the elevator game? I really hope that we have information on where she is by next week. I... I just don't think people just randomly go missing and have had nothing happen to them. They're not just driving off into the sunset. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people are eat, pray, loving, but most people aren't. Not leaving your 10-year-old kid behind. Nope, absolutely not. Not leaving your dog and your child. And there's too many weird pieces of the puzzle that are coming together, which lets us know that there's some sort of crime at play. Yeah. Well, you guys write us in. Let us know your thoughts on everything that we discussed. Let us know if there's any other crimes that you want us to discuss next week. And also, you can't forget that we now have a voicemail set up and we want to bring you on to the air. So, Leah, will you do our jingle? I would love to. And also, you guys, I just want to say when you hear the voicemail and it says, do you want to ask Leah on a date? Don't. It's not saying don't. <laughs> you know, 
if you feel inclined to, we will play it on the air. If it's a good enough ask. And then I'll have Teddy and Dimitri look you up and decide whether or not they think that you're a good match for me. So shoot your shot, but not literally. 866-21-CRIME. Call in live at 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-212-7463. If you've got a good story, if you've seen something that you would like to discuss with us, if you have any thoughts about a crime that we've discussed, if there's a piece to the puzzle that we've missed, if you are asking me on a date, good for you. <laughs> Leave us on the voicemail. We'll make sure to air it. Thanks you guys so much for joining us this week. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. It's real time crime. It's real time crime. It's real. I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real time crime only on iHeartRadio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.